Hello. Hello. And we're back. welcome. We're back. And with this super special episode. How are you today, Ika? I'm doing I'm doing very well. It's quite late, but I'm keeping my energy up. It's for a good reason. Eh? It's for a very good reason, yeah. Yes. We are very 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 happy to see that you guys are following us mm. on Instagram and you're listening to the podcast and we We've gotten some feedback, some yeah. feedback yeah. and that's it's so fun to hear yes. and to read. Uh, many people are relating to what we are telling and saying, so it's like it's many been people super are laughing fun. at us, also. Yeah, we are happy. <laughs> but I think to, that's good. Yeah, we're happy for that. Yes. So today we have a really like a special episode in front of us because it is the first time that we will have someone else joining the podcast. A couple, a couple. another couple, and Ariel. Uh, this guy is uh, special to you. Yes, he's a special friend to me, and we'll see how it goes. Yes. Let's go to it. So, um, we are very, very, very happy um, to to make this episode, isn't yes. it, Ika? Yes, definitely. Super, super excited, because today we have a couple with us. It yes. is Pablo, who is Chilean, and, and Rachel from Rachel. the U.S., they are very good friends of ours and we are going to have a super good time um, getting to know them also. And you guys are going to be able to get to know them too. So, so welcome Rachel and Pablo. And Pablo. Thank Thanks for, for coming. Us. <laughs> <laughs> You're nice welcome. To be, nice to be with you on, on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and to see you too, guys. It's, yeah. been, it's been good. It's been quite some months yeah. since we saw each other. All right, good. So, um, as you know, this is a, a podcast about uh, multicultural uh, relationships, uh, couples slash families. So you guys actually are perfect for the for the first episodes because <laughs> you are a multicultural um, couple, but you also have um, a, a small family already. You mm -hmm, have two right. children. Mm -hmm. So, so please um, tell us a little bit. Uh, about about you guys yeah like how long have you been together for example well we met in 2009 yeah um we both went to a bible school here here in tulsa and um so we are both musicians and the first time i mm -hmm. saw rachel she was playing bass for a worship team a girl bass player. Yeah. He, he says, "Who's that chick on the bass?" Yeah, and she was actually pretty good, you know. And I was like, like "Yeah." So you were impressed from and the first yes. moment you saw her. And I would say similarly, the first time I, I saw Pablo, it was um, it was the last quarter. It was a school that went by a quarter system, and so it was the last quarter. And he was playing bass on another um, team, and I was just—I thought to myself, "He's—he Pablo is a very talented musician." And I thought to myself, "What happened to this team? Because they weren't very good before." <laughs> um, and he—he he joined wow. the team. So that's—it's just kind of funny that that's how we got to know each other is because we have a common interest in music and happen to both be playing yeah. bass on different teams. Yeah. Wow. wow. So you're kind of like like a bass family. Yeah. And you yes. know like <laughs> she has and that, her bass. Yeah, and he one. has and his you have your, and you have yours. <laughs> wow. But and and this goes to the people that that say that that bass players don't get um couples, you know? <laughs> or don't get partners, yeah. Yeah, don't get relationships. How funny. Which is a lie. So you met... <laughs> so yeah, which you is met a lie. Yeah. You are the vivid example. <laughs> so you met because you, you, Pablo, actually went to the US. Yes. And you uh, met there. Yeah, so... <laughs> um, 2008, um, I was going through my fourth year in sound engineer in Chile and I was asking God you know to help me on the following year because I ran out of money basically and mm -hmm. I was I was very into uh, a youth church I was leading worship there so I kind of wanted to do something different or something that just God wanted for my life basically you know mm -hmm. like mm -hmm following like faith steps or however you say it and a friend of mine uh, 
and I started praying about because he was in the same situation um, Alan and you know God provided for us to, to come here to the US to work you know as a missionaries for uh, for a year basically and then when I got here there was this opportunity to go to school and to actually do worship you know which it, which was uh, was it was huge for me it was an mm. opportunity that you know was very you know heavenly driven I guess <laughs> I don't know because I didn't have any money or anything to finance any yeah. any of this um, and that's where that's that's how we got I mean that's how I got into the school and I actually met Rachel and uh, and that's how you met yeah. long story short. all right and uh, I, I can say in, in my case, it, it's just interesting sometimes how decisions in your life that seem really um, even unpractical in the moment, like that was a big step of faith for him to leave, you know, four years completed of a degree to come to the U.S. And in my case, um, I had just finished uh, graduate school. I had just earned my master's degree and had just gotten into a Ph.D. program. Um, but that year we had lost my grandma and I moved back home to be closer to family and decided wow. while I was here that um, while I was back home that I would go to this uh, Bible school. And so I was there and doing a ministry internship and really uh, I mean, I think technically speaking, as an international student, Pablo shouldn't have been able to join fourth quarter, so so late in the year, but uh, he did, and, and that's how we met, through music, um, and um, in the internship I was in, one of my uh, one of my roommates was from Paraguay, and we were doing these kind uh -huh. of in encouraging words, encouraging notes to end out the year with people that you uh, roomed with. So, I mean, I had uh, that year, I had uh, Korean and German and my, my Paraguay roommate and a Brazilian <laughs> roommate. And so it was a really multicultural setting that I was in. Um, you were getting ready. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I, we call that here uh, a God wink, you know, like God was just winking at you and, and kind of giving you a preview of Some what your hints. life my, exactly what your my, life might be like. Um, but so I was writing this encouraging note to my, my roommate uh, in Spanish. And I had taken some Spanish in high school and in college and had, you know, been on a couple of, of uh, trips uh, to Spanish-speaking countries for missions work before, but just not really utilizing it very much. So I'd asked someone yeah, exactly. who happened to be a mutual friend uh, of Pablo's, uh, and I asked her, hey, can you check my grammar? And so she's looking at it, and she says, oh, you know, you'll change this, that, and the other. And she's like, oye, Pablo. And so she introduced... <laughs> Uh, us and at okay. the time, and at the time, uh, Pablo didn't speak very much English. So really, it was, ah. it was just kind of these uh, serendipitous choices that led yes, to exactly. us, led to us meeting, and then also just our love for music, because that's how uh, mm. over the next I don't know year and a half we we weren't together i mean we were just friends but that's how yeah, that exactly. friendship developed into a romance so yes yeah, wow. wow so i i actually have a, a quick question that i actually uh didn't think about it before so you rachel did you ever thought that you were gonna be end up buried with a chilean guy uh no like <laughs> no <laughs> um, i mean I don't know. My family here, I think I come from a pretty, I would say, multicultural, multi-ethnic family. So, um, okay. you know, my dad's side of the family is Native American. Uh, my mom, you know, comes from uh, like a, you know, more of a long line of kind of like German immigrants. And, uh, you know, we have family. I have a, an uncle that's married in from Lebanon. I have, uh, wow. you know, okay. uh, my my sisters you know ha have married other uh, hispanic men i have nieces and nephews that mm -hmm. are that are mixed race and half black and so we have a very wow. multicultural family and that's how i grew up so i think just from my experience being open to having a a multinational multicultural multilinguistic yeah. mm -hmm. uh, yeah. multi-ethnic family but i think for myself you know i always had an interest uh in uh, in Latin culture and, and some things like okay. that, but mm. I, I wouldn't have expected 
Pablo and how we came about meeting. Like that was just yeah, very, exactly. it took me by surprise. I wasn't looking for it at all. Wow, that's interesting wow. though. Yeah, how definitely. about you, Pablo? Was that your expectations going to the U.S. and get married? Was that you know, the plan? Before I met her, I never thought about getting married or having children or anything. Wow. It wasn't wow. Not, not even, I don't know. Strong words right there. <laughs> you know, but I, um, the Lord knows, you know, the desires mm. of our hearts. And, and, and he acts in... Sometimes weird ways. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But, like, wow. you'd, you'd never thought coming here to the U.S., like, oh, I, I wonder if I'll meet I mean, the of woman course. of my dreams. Maybe, maybe, you know, but... And, uh, <laughs> this is going to sound funny, but, like, when I was a, a, a little five-year-old, I guess... I uh -huh. told my mom one day that I was going to marry a blonde, uh, you know, girl with, you know, clear <laughs> eyes. And she was like, what are you Every saying? Every Chilean's dream, isn't it? Every <laughs> Chilean. And he, and he grew up in Bolivia. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah. And you should tell him that. Like, Pablo actually, right, he's, he's from Chile, but he grew up in Bolivia. And there they yeah. used to tease mm -hmm. him because... Uh, and, and call him gringo, right? Like as, as <laughs> because, oh. he's lighter, <laughs> because he's a, a lighter com complexion. Yeah, when I was a kid, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. lighter, lighter hair, lighter yeah. hair too. Yeah, mm. and so I just think that's funny sometimes when I talk to my <laughs> talk to his family or talk to my mother-in-law. You know that it, it just some of the things that he said unknowingly as a child, and even some of the ways that he was bullied at the time. <laughs> oh, then it's wow. I don't know, just. <laughs> They're just funny little hints that sometimes we can. Yeah. True. Look back later and, Easter, and laugh about it. Easter eggs. Yeah. Yeah. But so, so you guys, you have stayed in the U.S. since you met, or have you lived in Chile or somewhere else? No, we we've been here uh, when we, well, when we got engaged. Our original plan, we, uh, and that by itself is all together. A weird story um, because we were living in two different states um, okay Pablo was in Florida and I had gone back um, to uh, Wisconsin to go uh, to start a doctoral degree and so we were separate for for that year and um, it's funny that in that separation like that's how we really came to know that we loved each other and knew it was uh -huh. more than just more than than just you know like a, a temporary thing or this is my girlfriend or my mm. boyfriend and um, that yeah. this was a, a life partner choice um and so uh yeah we, we moved we literally got in, engaged and uh moved back to oklahoma and planned a wedding f across you know three different states and got <laughs> married within a week that we moved back uh, to wow. Oklahoma, so um, oh, wow. that's crazier than us. Wow! <laughs> so it was a, it was a really uh, fast. It was twenty three days. Yeah, from... twenty three days from when we decided we were <laughs> oh, oh, we were we were oh, gonna like, move like this. to Oklahoma. You're like okay. these couples, like ninety days engagement or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like wow. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> we were engaged a couple weeks longer than that, but we we couldn't. Um, some things fell through, and I wasn't able to stay in my program there. Kind of same thing. Just ran out of money, and um, I couldn't find a job in Florida. Like I couldn't, you know. And so it was just like, well, where can we go? We can go back to Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know, where we met. And so wow. we, we've been here. Um, but originally, we, I thought that we were going to move to Chile so that Pablo could go back and finish his degree. And yeah. um, <laughs> Thank God that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, but just the way things worked as far as like uh, with immigration and, you know, changing status and all that, it just delayed the process. And by that point in time, we were... Um, here um so and decided to make this our home but we've been three times three times to chile and uh or been back i've been back uh with pablo three times to chile and it kind of the joke is i keep thinking like what am i gonna bring back the third time because the 
the, and here we go. Here are our children running out to, <laughs> to join us. Um, but every time I go there, I think like, okay, Pablo, what are you going to take back this time as a surprise? Because the first time it was like, okay, here's my wife that you haven't met. And we've been married for, <laughs> you know, uh, a, little, a, year, a year and a half. Here's my first surprise. And the next time, oh, we had a baby and <laughs> here she is. Wow. And then the next time, oh, we have another baby. So I don't know what we're going to bring back to Chile the next time, <laughs> next time we go. Pablo says we're going to bring our dog. A dog. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. I think that's a good that's one. the next. But I have a question about your wedding because you are from Chile and the US with maybe different traditions. Was there anything that you, I mean, did you have to compromise or how was it about the wedding? Did you do it Chilean American style or did you, how was it? I think you had two, right? Yeah, so we, when we got married here in Tulsa, my parents couldn't come and or any of my family. But my uncle that lives in Florida, so he came with my cousin, and in the wedding, we had some little uh, empanadas de pino, like mini empanadas mm-hmm. de pino, which are like... Like pastry. The Chilean. Yes, the, Chilean. the Chilean kind of like... Savory pastry. pastry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we also had... I don't know what else do you, I don't I don't remember. Yeah, I mean as far as like <laughs> as far as I don't know, like traditional food type things. We did have a tres leches cake, so our wedding cake was uh-huh. that. Mm-hmm. But I mean as far as like half Mexican, Chilean <laughs> US. I I would say as far as like compromises, um And I don't know if it's so much compromises just like collaboration, but for example, uh for music we uh, had some some worship songs and different verses were sung in English and some in Spanish Um, and when we gave our vows to each other I gave my vows in Spanish and Pablo gave his in English Um, wow beautiful and uh, Pastor Luis the minister that married us he kind of went back and forth in the service in English and in Spanish so wow um, okay uh so I mean I I think that's some of the the collaboration in our in our wedding but mm-hmm. um no it was really it's really good but different in in Chile with your dad Yeah so in Chile we had to do everything in Spanish Hashtag <laughs> 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 related Yeah so basically we did when we got we got married in uh May of 2013 13 mm-hmm. And that it was that, that January. Uh, it was January of 2015 that we had a wedding in Chile. So we were married a year and a half, okay. um, oh, and had a separate, okay. separate wedding. Yes. Yeah, so we had a well, separate we wedding in Los Angeles, also. and that's that's where Cayo attended with with a friend of us. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. So I mean, I I feel kind of so, special. I got to do it twice. <laughs> Right? Yeah. It was it was horrible for us though. I, I feel like I <laughs> at just, least I never want to get married again. I, know. I, I had yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. I, ha- I have a question. <laughs> like planning and preparing it everything. It was oh it was so much. I no. I was happy when the Chilean wedding was over. It was like never again. It's over, <laughs> it's done. <laughs> now we can just be happily married. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. So um what was the first impressions of each other's culture like uh when you rachel went to chile what did you see that you hadn't seen before and pablo what do you see when you met um rachel's family mm-hmm. well i kind of want pablo to go first because he met my family long before i met his <laughs> <laughs> True. yeah well in the beginning when i got here i kind of had similar similar experiences than you when you were in australia you know, uh-huh, I got yeah. that rejection when I was trying to say hi to a female or, <laughs> or you know, people that wouldn't say hello, you know, after hanging out or something like that, you know. Um, yeah. So, but with her family, uh, I, I was here already, like, I got here in 2008, so I kind of knew the culture a little bit, so it wasn't like really uh i don't know it, it was like 
her family was really he has always been really nice to me i love uh her dad and her mom and all the family i don't and i have no complaints about my suegra or anything you know <laughs> um but like um something but, something but they that they were hard uh, to understand right i mean Come of on. course like but it was it was it was because i didn't speak english you know so it was hard to understand mm. but they and i'm pretty sure it was really hard for them to understand me too right yeah mm. um but, but things that like really that that i really remember that were like hard or anything like that i don't i don't i don't know i well i just remember uh for for pablo too because let, let me just say, um, and maybe I come across this way in my recording, I'm not sure, but I'm from Oklahoma, right? And so my, <laughs> my family, at, and maybe not so much my generation, but my parents and my grandparents have, you know, pretty strong country accents. And so uh-huh. I remember Pablo giving me these looks like, what? What did they just ask me to do? Like I don't, I don't understand what they're, yeah. what they're saying to me. And I would say similarly when I went to Chile. I mean, and I had been, um, I had been to Mexico a couple of times. I had been to Paraguay. I had been to Panama. Um, not to Chile. I had not been to Chile. And it is, as far as my Spanish language abilities, I was uh, not ready. And I had spent, I remember, because when I went there, I had spent a year and a half here, um, and we were part of a, a Hispanic ministry at church. So I thought, I've been sitting wow. in, I've been sitting in sermons, she, I've been she, singing she songs. She actually preach in Spanish one I, time. I, you know, I, I've got oh, this, wow, I'm, wow, wow. I'm thinking like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be fine. And I get there and everything is like so uh so melodic and i i just it was really hard like i had to just really be a sponge and try to figure out in context what everyone was saying because the it it wasn't what i was used to or what i thought spanish was it has it's his own separate uh world yeah slangs and or yeah and for the people hate, that are listening, she hated the bread. Uh, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> she hated the bread. We can you get too. we can we oh, can get there later. Me too. I think. Me too. Let's I get also, to the bread later. I still, yeah, <laughs> for yeah. the people that are listening, um, <laughs> and the the Chilean Spanish is a is a is a special Spanish. It's, yeah. it's a different kind of Spanish. The um, accent yeah. and you it's tend to, to swallow I parts guess. of the words. I think that's the the tricky yeah. part for people who are studying Spanish or still learning. It's like. But you didn't even pronounce the whole word, and then it disappears, and you speak fast, <laughs> and it's challenging. I also yeah. f- uh, experienced it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, the biggest challenge for you were actually, it was actually the languages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least for way. me, yes. I, and for ritual. Yeah. yeah, I think some of those, I, I'll give you some examples. Pablo doesn't want to open nice. up and, and be... Yeah, we love that. And, and yes. be Thank you, real, Rachel, for I'll, being I'll, here. I'll give you some examples, even just between the two of us. So forget um, forget family, family for forget a second. <laughs> even just between the two of us and some of our uh, initial first dates, I remember actually yes, good. <laughs> physically hitting Pablo's hand because he had prepared uh, a meal for us, and it was sort of like we were going to share, but he was eating eating taking a bite of something eating it and going back to dip it again <laughs> in in the I, same in oh the same bowl God. and i remember like it just i couldn't even think about it but i physically slapped his hand and he gave me this look like what did i what did i do what have i done and i was just like we we don't double dip like that is just a rule. No, we, no. we don't do that no, or no. or like i don't know just the idea that you would uh, reach over and eat something off of my plate. Oh, I don't know things like that. And not yeah. to say that within family or something that we might not share because we have a lot of family style uh, meals here too. But that was just something as a, just an example that I was like, what? <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> okay. Wow. Parentheses. We are watching <laughs> Master Chef Chile at the moment, and I'm like. I'm disgusted when I see how they like taste the food 
put the spoon in their mouth, take it out and put it back and keep on stirring the meal. That the chefs are gonna taste. Oh okay, my okay, gosh. Hold on. He, he's, he's, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. He still does it. I haven't domesticated him enough. <laughs> what? But let's be let's be also very honest. It's not that every single <laughs> it's not that every single Chilean does that. I mean I mean we do learn that that is wrong. It's just sometimes we just forget, okay? And and I've been I've been trying to be like really aware of that. So That's nice. Any other examples, Rachel? We are all ears. Oh, Any other see. like challenges or misunderstandings? Mm, I'm trying to trying to think. That was one that really just stuck out to me. Um. Uh, I mean, the, uh, f- I guess like the food part of of you know of our cultures. I think it 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 really crashed sometimes because the way of doing things and stuff like that. Um, like for example, like for example, how how we make. Uh, scramble eggs and stuff like that you know like I remember <laughs> what oh, hold, on, hold on hold on hold on how do you make scramble eggs so so the first <laughs> the first time i saw this her is an interesting one making scramble eggs like she would have you know a little bowl and she would put the eggs inside of the bowl and she would start adding milk and stuff and, and ingredients and, <laughs> and mixing you know, it up ingredients and like you know uh, pepper and salt and and she would start, you know, it, she, she would make make it with butter. And uh-huh. I was like, what? Like, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. Like, I don't know. I had, I, I you know, it was that, that was like, what is she doing? And then <laughs> what I think the first time she saw me doing, I, I just, you know, I threw oil and it just all the eggs in, in the. Uh, well, and water. He in, made it in, with in water. Like, I couldn't. I just thought that was odd to me, but yeah, that's how my grandma used to make them, and my mom. Yeah, but I mean that's the healthy version. We do use oil in Chile, but I think water is the healthy version. Yeah. But anyway, like now she just throws everything. We, on. we compromise. We kind of have like a new in between way of of doing things. So like you learn, uh, I don't know, especially over years of marriage, like you learn to make things that are more to someone else's taste, but they also learn. Uh, how how you make things or like for example I remember one of the first uh, times like even married making Pablo a meal and I made something and you know I love to cook and so you just you put your love into your food and food here in, in uh, the southern United States is really rich and it has a certain heaviness yeah. and has lots of flavor and so I put my love into my food and I remember him <laughs> uh, sitting down and uh, you know putting this food out and he went and grabbed a jar of mayonnaise and started just <laughs> put, scooping mayonnaise onto this plate of food that I had just you know put time into. I was oh, like, no. what, what are you doing? You know, it, it just made it made no sense to me. And I I remember being like offended and us having this fight over it because I just thought like I I just spent time preparing that you know and it and yeah. putting the right seasoning in it and anyway he puts mayonnaise. On I guess it. I guess. I guess that's something we do, eh, Pablo? We just put mayonnaise and sometimes even ketchup yeah. to everything. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, anyway, those are a couple of little instances, but... Yeah. What do you, in general, think are the biggest differences between your cultures? And let's be juicy here. Just <laughs> <laughs> be honest. I think kind of similar um, in just what we heard from you all and in, in your podcast it has to do with um boundaries uh with like physical Uh physical boundaries and i think that we're warm people here i don't especially in the southern united states i think that you know we help someone if they need help but in chile it's just very like i've never met you before and like you were saying the example (laughs) of you went to a party and you had to greet and hug and kiss 40 people (laughs) that you've never met uh You would never do that here. And by the way, Pablo knows if you, uh, like we actually have to divide parties now because I am a, a more of a reserved, more private person and I mm. just get way overwhelmed and stressed when I have <laughs> lots of people over at the house. And so every, 
you know, after seven years of marriage, we're learning how to make it work uh, by kind of dividing and hosting multi- multiple uh, <laughs> events. But I can't, I, I just can't. I can't host, uh, you know, especially when you invite a certain number of people. And I think in my head, like, okay, I have invited 10 people to this party. But then I turn around and 10 people brought 20 friends. And so like, <laughs> uh, the, the idea of, of, uh, family and friends just being more inclusive. I think even getting mm. back to our wedding, that's something that I didn't mention, but that was hard. Um, mm. Because Pablo, you know, his thought was like, well, I need to invite everyone. And I thought, well, we can't, possi- we can't possibly invite <laughs> everyone. Like we can't afford to invite everyone. And so just the <laughs> idea of boundaries and closeness and I, I don't know how many people you have at your house and how long they stay at your house. Yeah, Things yeah. like that are the, hard for me. The other thing me. is, like, for example, here, like, I mean, every you are always in, on time. I get it, you know. But, like, <laughs> like I don't know if you notice this in Chile, Ica, but we're, we're kind of like, oh, man, it's so hot. Let's just go to the river. And the whole family goes to the river. Like, and they didn't plan it, like, they didn't plan anything, but we just go. And yeah. we just go and do things and you, you More spontaneously. Create, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And here is like, oh my gosh. One time a friend of mine invited me to <laughs> her her son's oh. birthday, like two months apart with an oh, inv- wow. invitation and I, and I actually got confused and I thought it was like that week or something and we got already we, were actually, we, we, were, we, we went and got the gift and we're driving there and Pablo is no calling, is calling and, his and, friends and he was preaching and he was getting my, my phone calls while he was preaching and he was like, "Why? What were you calling me for?" And, was, and he thought, and he thought that he had given him a birthday party invitation that was for that weekend. But he was giving, wow. you know, like this kind of customary heads up several weeks in advance. And Pablo had us out packing the kids in the car, take you know, going birthday oh, wow. birthday uh, present shopping, and we were headed there. And we're just trying to clarify the directions. And the party wasn't for another month. So oh, and that no. I think oh, those are some wow. of the instances that really showed that <laughs> just the difference I, I have a hard time being spontaneous I'm trying to be better so how was so <laughs> so how was for you Rachel when you went to Chile and then all of a sudden like a thousand people come into the house and then everyone just get together and then mm. partying until super late yeah. I mean partying I'm, I'm, I'm quoting yeah. you, but it like you know having family gatherings and stuff like that I mean, there, there, there are parts about it that I love that are great. I mean, that there's a sense of relaxation um, mm-hmm. uh, and that there's less stress. Like if I have people over, I have just high stress and high strong and I want stress. everything and I want everything <laughs> to be perfect, you know, and and the presentation yeah. matters and all this. And it doesn't matter there. It's about family and about spending time. And so. On that side of things, I, I love it. I think the part that's okay. hard for me is, uh, and I don't know, some of, of Pablo's relatives are, are maybe more like me, so it's a nice mix. But like, I would like to know, what are we doing this week? Like, what are we doing Monday mm. and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and kind yes. of plan out uh, the week? And uh, I don't know, that just doesn't happen very much. So I, I think the last... In the three trips I've been there, the last time I was there, I took more of a just go with the flow kind of approach. And yeah. uh, it, it caused less quarrels. <laughs> yeah. So, so now that you're talking about, about what you love, about, about that that's a part of the, of the culture, uh, why don't you guys tell us uh, what are the benefits that you have seen in each other's cultures? And about being an intercultural yeah, true. couple. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, again, I think some of it is uh, a balance for me. Like I'm someone who Pablo will tell you I'm kind of a workaholic and that's a very uh, American thing. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, he he brings balance. He's the voice that tells me you need time to rest. You need time to spend with family. Um uh, to sit down and have a meal, uh, to 
to wow. uh, go and, and plan a spontaneous afternoon to spend time with your kids in the park and, and do things like that. Mm. So that's something that I, I appreciate about him and and just his culture and, and the warmth as well, because I just within uh, family and, and friends, there's a lot of taking care of each other and um, uh, just encouragement and lots of hugs and and. And so some of that, I, I, I don't know, I just, I just appreciate it because it doesn't always come naturally out of me. And so being around mm-hmm. that, you, you find yourself being more, um, being more open, more, more affectionate. Um, and so those are some of the things that I have benefited from uh, in being in mm-hmm. this, this relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, nice. And you, Pablo, what about... Um, the benefits. I don't know. I think the whole the whole culture here it just makes you be more like them in 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 a way. Like you know, you're you just take that men- Chilean or or Latin American mentality of always being late. Um, mm. You know, kind of like be more responsible too, um, and some like you get to like embrace the culture and just make it yours and sometimes i think when we've gotten back to chile i can notice that sometimes i mm, i kind of like act like i am here mm-hmm. sometimes it might be a little harsh for my friends there <laughs> but it's something yeah. that you don't realize uh but it's, it's not in a negative way i would say but like uh it just it that's just how how it comes across and um uh i think you know just being in a, in a relationship with somebody from another culture it just nurtures your family your kids you know your your whole family gets affected by it um mm-hmm. it's good to you know learn more languages and and create a culture within your family that is different than mm. than the rest you know right. mm. uh we're trying yeah. to talk to our uh, speak to our child to our children and, and teach them spanish so they can communicate mm-hmm. with our my side of the family too mm-hmm. yeah. um and that is i think that is very very important as as a family to just you know we are willing well you that's 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 how we right. are we are a part mm. of this culture and this other culture and right. that's how we that's how we roll basically and you and know? and that we spend time celebrating you know for example the 18 de septiembre right we we celebrate yeah. and we you know and we will turn on a football game and and root for chile but then we'll also <laughs> you know uh I don't know. I'm just trying to think. But we also, you know, could flip on and watch the the Super Bowl or something, right? So that yeah, our, yeah. our our yeah. kids it, trying to be intentional about celebrating both of our our cultures, and and that's what I mean. Yeah. Even in even in the little things like food, where we can nag on each other or whatever, and kind of pick at one another. I think we kind of <laughs> find ourselves creating this mixed family setting where we're trying to celebrate yeah, exactly. and value both. Uh, yeah. Both sides. There, are, there are things that I really like about this culture that you know that are kind of like the nev- negative parts of our culture. Mm. Like for example, here nobody is calling you names. Nobody is you know uh, being in your face or in your life and stuff. I really appreciate yeah, that my wife is family. Mm-hmm. You know, I see them when I see them. <laughs> and we hang out and we, we when we love each other and stuff like that but you know they are not always in our lives like present mm. like let's say in south america where you know the fa- the family is sometimes too close to each other that you know you have to deal with la suegra or el suegro mm. or you know um you don't just, really get just, your space it's just different so yeah there yeah. is there is space and you know it the, the people treat you different than how they do it there sometimes it, it used to be bothersome to me because i grew up in a in bolivia i until i was like 15 years old um and when you get to chile like everybody in in school 
uh, how do you say te huevean in a little, like in a little... <laughs> they tease you. They tease you, like, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes, uh, like, I, it was hard for me because I, I, I actually yeah, had to get true. used to that. Uh, and sometimes I would because it's a, it's, it's it's I don't think it's a it's a positive thing in, in any no, way. No, definitely not. Um, and I at some point I I really got tired of it. Uh, mm. But then when I came here, you know, it was it was just so different. Then I was like, you know, I'm over that. You know, I don't have to deal with that anymore. And yeah. I, I I love Chilean culture and and everything, but you know. Um, I mean, we have to recognize that there are positive yeah. sides and negative sides too. So of course, yeah. And these are, are things that we have we have actually talked about, and especially that what you just mm-hmm. said, Pablo, about about how Chileans put down people so easily, and mm-hmm. and they just they just do that. It's I mean, just in the culture. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 all hard to to do something without getting any meaningless criticism sometimes mm. you know and that's mm. something that i actually uh, I, i like very much about the the american culture um that that you encourage each other a lot more sometimes mm. it's a little it's a little bit too much and i guess <laughs> that goes in the wrong way <laughs> you know that but yeah i, but, I, I but, agree but, on the flip side we can become kind of egoistic Um, exactly, yeah. exactly. But if you do it like in a good balance, you know, like like children grew up like thinking that they can do things, you know, mm-hmm. instead in Chile, it's like, oh, silly or oh, no, you can do this or you can do that. So I think those are things that mm-hmm. that we need to bring into our own cultures, you know, like yeah. as, as Ika, Ika and I say, we were making our own our own um, culture, too. country. country. It's yeah. called Chiland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I have just talking about uh, your kids. And that you are parents. Can I say I something just before, before? Before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, as I said, I grew up in Bolivia, and now I don't want to. I don't want to sound, you know, kind of like saying negative things about the Chilean culture only. But in in <laughs> Bolivia, some of that stuff is uh, happens also to in different parts of the country. Let's say mm, in nah. in Cochabamba or in La Paz, which are Like on the occident side of of the country, people are, you know, really like chill and they're they're not into one another and stuff. But if you go to Santa Cruz, which is like the other half where it's more like tropical, like there there people are kind of like like Chileans and sometimes they're worse. So mm. it doesn't it doesn't just happen in Chile. <laughs> And I think you know it. This happens, and I'm pretty sure in other countries, in certain areas, especially where... South American countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Well, I, I told Pablo, for example, the first time I went to Chile, and this is the only difficult part I can remember in particular about uh, trying to mm-hmm. put together a wedding. There is, um, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, when when I got married. Um, I my body filled out more because I'm happy, you know, and <laughs> they they kind of say that right when you, when you're happy you just start to put on a, a little uh-huh. weight, um, and so I, I <laughs> and so I, I I went to Chile and you know not just me but Pablo is with me and I, he's eating my rich delicious food. Thank you, Papi. I know you like it. <laughs> uh, and so and he had put on some some weight too. And by the way, he hadn't been home in seven years. So I mean. Basically, wow. thinking about somebody and how much someone could change over the course of seven years, someone could look really yeah, different, definitely. right? And I just remember being um, <laughs> so caught off guard because uh, we had gone to this uh, kind of little gathering, uh, not just with family, but like just different members of the of the village there, of the town. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, it was a, a church gathering, and I just remember being really shocked that there were comments about Pablo's weight um, <laughs> it's so crazy like, and literally it's I'm true. not even kidding but like in the middle of a prayer like in the middle of like hey I'm giving thanks for my family being <laughs> here 
but also I'm, you know, concerned about my son and his weight gain. Like it was just, just to no. me, like, like, I'm, and I, I was like, thank you. But, but to be oh, honest, sure. like, not everybody he knows me, but and, now they know me. <laughs> and, and I'm not, I'm not saying like, cause let's be honest, U.S. We definitely have a lot of bullying here, but. You, yeah. Things like that, especially with like a grown up, like a grown person, like you just yeah. would not say that to, you would not say that to their face. Even if you thought that, you might say that to someone else behind the scenes, like, oh wow, I w-, you know was surprised that so and so put on some weight. But you wouldn't say that yeah. in a public exactly. setting Ooh. to someone. Yeah. And I remember the same thing too, like having people, family that I had never met before, as we're. Uh, we're out dress shopping for our wedding, making comments about my body or like, oh, wow, you, Rachel, you have that's, really thick legs, you know, or like that's d- great. Yeah. things that like oh, I, I thought yeah. to myself, I I have known you for one week, like and you're commenting, <laughs> you know, commenting about uh, someone's appearance. That's just something that I thought was really just really surprising if, of all the yeah. things yeah. that shocked me the most. Ika has a lot to say about that. I have a lot. I'm quiet here. I'm not even laughing, you know. I'm just in shock yeah. here. No, I, I know it's like that very much in, in Chile. And I, that's what I call the no filter culture. Ah. Like what you think you also say, you know. We have a very, I think we have a quite, um, quite a big filter in Finland. You think a lot, but you don't say anything. Uh, and over there, it's more the opposite. Uh, so, yeah, it's crazy. Ika, it's hard Ika, to take in when you are not used to it. And yeah. I think it's... Ika also really gets upset when, when people comment um, about about me being too ugly for her. Yeah, they like people uh, who are supposed to be like, I don't know, people who know you, I'm know friends. your family. F- people who call them friends of Ariel <laughs> can say that he is not looking good enough for me you know mm-hmm. that how could Ariel get that girl you know uh, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. me it's just like how can you say that to someone you are supposed to love you know mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I still don't understand that about the culture uh, so yeah it's Pablo it's is laughing on the other yeah, side. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's laughing there quietly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for us, I guess, I guess that's the way that we cope with it. We just laugh about it because yeah. we know it's wrong and we don't like it. You know. Yeah. I think I, I mean, I, I would do it all the time with my, with my brother, and my sister. You know, and I know Rachel knows this, and I don't know. I mean, I know it's, it's, it might be negative and stuff like that, but. Sometimes it's just funny, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not funny for everybody, but like. Yeah, I, I think I think that's just in the same place. The same in any place. I think there's a certain level of if you know someone really not really well, you yeah. know where you can tease someone and, yeah, and exactly. that they'll accept it as, uh, you know, like a loving comment, right? But it's yeah, exactly. very different when you've never yeah. met that person before and you're yeah. equally bold and equally um, yeah. just transparent with what you think so that part was a challenge and I think yeah. and I think the problem in Chile is that we just norm- normalize it so much that mm. that that is the reason like we laugh about it and that's the reason we are like saying oh they're just joking kind of thing but mm. but if you really think deep down it hurts you know it mm-hmm. hurts and in the long run it, yeah, it really hurts I think it can really destroy your self-esteem. So I guess I guess this is a really good um, opportunity to to talk about 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 your children. Yeah. So what has been the challenges um, raising kids that are in a multicultural family? Please. Yeah, I'm just gonna say other other than language and trying to represent mm-hmm. uh, each each other's cultures. I would say even just right from the beginning. Uh, have to do with all the remedies, right? You have a baby and they're and they're crying, <laughs> yeah. or you have a baby and they have uh, they have this cough, or they've got a ear infection, <laughs> or they've got something. And I'm sure every culture has it, but the <laughs> the thing that was hard for me was hearing everybody wanted to chime in and give like their remedies like oh well you need to give that baby some honey you need to uh herbal yeah you need to use this herbal tea for your baby you need to um you need to put make this solution and put it on your baby's skin you know just 
yeah. things like that that um the good advice <laughs> or or uh, to be honest with you our first um my first pregnancy was really hard um i had a lot of challenges and that was hard too because everybody was trying to f- feed me kind of all of their their herbal remedies and uh, all of this and it was just like well thank you very much but that's not what the science says <laughs> like i need to i need <laughs> i need to take uh these particular medications and this is this treatment that i'm doing so anyway that's just part of the culture you know i mean that's yeah. how your, sometimes your they work race you like you tend to do something similar and sometimes we are not even thinking about it you know and some and some things work like yeah. uh you know we found instead of using uh you know a diaper rash cream that cornstarch works the absolute best so like some things wow that's a good that's and, a good one and so some things panned out and they were totally <laughs> true and then other things um like let me, let me say something about it so <laughs> so my mom like w- one time our daughter had a rash and you know and i was just putting desitin you know there which is for, a diaper her, rash cream yeah her to heal uh-huh. you know and it wouldn't go away and she was in pain you know and and my mom kept telling me just use cornstarch and i was like oh, mama like like stop it <laughs> i'm not using your remedies kind of you know i wanted to mm-hmm. kind of like get over it and then i called my sister and she was like use cornstarch and i was like are you kidding me <laughs> and he says no it really works and i was like okay whatever i want to try it you know and so I put it on Lily like the night before and like next day it was healed. And I was like, wow, <laughs> you know, I mean, it definitely is faster than wow, those things. Wow. And, and there are things that work. Yeah. There are some other things that, you know, don't. <laughs> or, or other things that were different. Like I... I love my my suegra, my mother-in-law. She actually does not want me to call her suegra, so my yelly. I, I love her, <laughs> but I remember when she first came, um, and she was a big help to us, and she came, because, um, you know, in the, in the U.S., by the way, that's a big difference. Uh, we don't have uh, really extended maternity leave, and so like uh-huh. other like other countries do, so that's kind of a unfortunate thing of having children here in the U.S., um, but we brought um, uh, Pablo's mom to come stay with us uh, for 90 days. And that by itself, I could make a whole podcast 90. episode. For 90 days. I could make a whole podcast on that experience and, <laughs> and the challenges and, and what, I, what I learned, some of the lessons I learned out of that. But, oh, wow. but one of the things I remember is that when she came, she brought baby, uh, baby perfume. And so, like, okay. <laughs> I thought, like, what? what? And it was very sentimental because it was this perfume that she had put on all of her babies, this certain brand. And, Johnson, and I'm, Johnson and Johnson. Yes, I'm, I'm not even I kidding. Was, I told Pablo, I, I smelled it, and I said, Papi, this smells no. like a skunk. <laughs> like, I thought, <laughs> I thought it smelled so bad. I don't know. If and, it was I out of date or something. I didn't know, I didn't know how <laughs> really? to say I'm not putting this on my child, but, like, it oh, smells bad. Wow. So you just have those weird moments where you're trying to be kind yes. and receive a gift, but then at the same time thinking, I... Uh, I've never heard of baby perfume. No, no, yeah, but it's, yeah, I think every, every, every Chilean baby has the same, has the same, I've always heard of people saying that the baby smell itself is so lovely. Why would you? Yeah, the vomit smell you you talking about? No, no, the poop, just that baby smell. The poop smell? (laughs) The poop and the puke. Oh, wow. Wow, but. Wow. What what amazing um, stories and and some good um, advice advices yeah that's yeah. that was good. So just about your kids still, you of course want them to speak Spanish and English. Mm-hmm. How are you doing it? Are you like one of you speaking English, one speaking Spanish, or how are you doing communicating? it? Communicating. So I'm I'm trying to speak uh, Spanish uh, for the most part. And, uh, you know, you get used to speaking something else. <laughs> like here, uh, I mean, you just get used to saying things and you don't even think about it. That's the thing. Yeah. Your, your yeah. words just come out because you, I mean, you're 
English, Spanish all the time, right? Um, yeah. And so we, like, Lily knows Spanish, and before we went to Chile this last time, she was actually talking and stuff, and I, w I would tell her, you know, when we go to Chile, nobody's going to talk to you in English, so you better start mm -hmm. practicing and whatever. She, she wouldn't listen, mm -hmm. of course. And then when we got <laughs> to the airport, you know, she she would go like to every kid that that you know was around, and she would start talking in English, and they were like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and they would start speaking to her in Spanish, and she was like, like every new kid that she she would go to talk to, she would see if the kid would speak English back to her or not. But then mm. it was it was so cool when we got back from from there, I, at least the first two weeks that we were back here she was just talking to me in spanish the whole time Aww. but now she went back to english <laughs> yeah i mean they, they they go they go back and forth but i will say you know even in even with with my family and like i'm gonna be really honest growing you know having my children growing up here i have had i've heard some concern from my family that they think like well you know rachel if you don't teach your children english or if you don't speak more english your your children's gonna start at school and need to go into english as a second language classes and all of this and no. and so uh, and, and so i will say from the flip side you know it's it's a battle as someone who is a native english speaker to um to value the fact that your children are bilingual um, and, and, exactly. that, and that you're raising them with a purpose. And, and yes, you know, they might, we know that our, our bilingual children might be a little bit slower to pick up both languages because mm -hmm. they're hearing Definitely. both and they're yeah. processing both. But on my side um, and with my family, I've had to kind of uh, just kind of combat some of those fears that my child wouldn't ever be able to communicate with my mom, for example. Exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, the, I mean, the good news is that, you know, it's it's so nice to hear your kids and they can go back and forth, you know, even, even within mm. the course of yeah. the same sentence. They're saying something to you in English and something <laughs> in Spanish. And, some, Spanglish. and yeah. sometimes, yeah, it's Spanglish, and sometimes that can be frustrating, but it it is kind of what we are like it is what our family yeah, is so we speak it's a we gift speak, exactly we speak both uh languages and so even things like as far as you know the kids if we have television on you know we do a mix you know you're gonna see these cartoons in spanish mm. or listen to music in spanish but then also some in english we go yeah. on family walks and sometimes we say okay we're walking and today we're talking in spanish so let's you know, mm. talk about all of our themes and what we're seeing around us in nature yeah. and speaking in Spanish. So those are just uh, some examples about how we try to cultivate that. There, there okay. are really funny things, too, about being with, you know, somebody that speaks another language. It's like in the beginning when we got <laughs> married, sometimes Rachel <laughs> would, would try to say some words, like let's say... Can you give me that blanket? Like she, she meant like a blanket, but she wanted to, like she, she would come out with words that were so funny. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't know, or like Lily. Sometimes she says, like, uh, like let's say the big word of this week for for Levi, he's saying tomano, 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 y tomano. Is he, he means Tomato. He means tomato. Or, but he's trying to say oh. tomate. So he says <laughs> tomano. Tomato. Tomato. <laughs> yes. But like I don't know. Sometimes those those are really like really fun fun things to laugh yeah. about because yeah. sometimes Definitely. I I don't I don't know some words and you know she would correct me or sometimes she would come out with ways mm -hmm. of saying words that sound funny but they're yeah they're really close yeah, exactly. to what they and, mean you know and and what's really funny is you're raising your your children in a bilingual environment is when they start correcting you um so you know <laughs> lily lily was telling my mom that no you you said that wrong you don't you mean this and same thing same thing to pablo <laughs> so that pablo, yeah. so that's when you, that's i think when you feel encouraged that you're doing something right uh, is when exactly, your yeah. child actually is able to correct your you know you or your partner in their non-native language <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Wow, guys. It's been good. What an amazing (laughs) episode we have had. We have thank you, thank you so much. Let's recap. Uh, mayonnaise on food that's good <laughs> no. that's what I got of this conversation that's what you remember yeah no uh, but it was bread. super fun to talk to you <laughs> a, lot, a lot of bread we didn't talk about the Chilean bread but we can take that next time <laughs> yes. but thank you so much guys it was it was super fun and I think I think um, we have all learned from this yeah I really think so Wow, wow. what an episode. Yeah, our first Do you episode like it? with another couple. Is yes. Done. We could have kept on talking. Yeah, definitely. I felt like we could just have kept on going and they have so much to talk about and, and they tell. are very lovely families yeah too. they are so lovely we have also met the kids and they are adorable so um so the message is like you can do it you know they've yeah. been together seven and years they, and i like how they are really <laughs> trying to keep the culture like both cultures in the family even though they have chosen to live in the u.s they are it's really important for them that the chilean culture shows in the family yeah. and the languages and so on so so beautiful. thank you so much you guys again um you are a lovely couple And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yes. Don't forget to follow us. And thank you for following our our Instagram. And And also remember to share the podcast with friends that you think might like it. If you have a suggestion or anything, just let us know. Exactly. Sweetchilipodcast at gmail.com or Instagram. Yes, the Sweetchilipodcast. And if you have ideas of what subjects we could bring up, just let us know, okay? Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye.